Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Lori and Julia. Show my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Just real quickly, uh, guys, on the Oscar ratings, uh, 26.5 million. That is the first time the number of viewers for the Oscars has ever dropped below 32 million. So that 26.5 is a... Yeah. So the experts are like scratching their head. What went wrong? It it won't matter. ABC will add up the numbers of the ads and they'll be like, okay, we're fine. And blah, blah, blah. And they'll take a look at all their other numbers because there are a lot of people that just, that don't watch the stuff live and they stream it some other way. You know, it really is kind of, I'm amazed it's that high. I never even realized. I guess oh, I always thought it was about 5? twenty. I always thought it was like about well, twenty-five million. But yeah. ABC did like what NBC did the day of the Super Bowl. They started coverage at eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. with packages and backstories. So the entire day was maybe that's how they sell some of the advertising. That's what I was thinking. I mean, because mm-hmm. Lori, it was the entire day, and I thought it was kind of fun to watch it earlier. You know, behind the scenes. I you slept till twelve thirty yesterday. That's what you were bragging about last night oh, at the Facebook Watch. I did. I did. You out late or something? I had taped stuff, Lori. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh yes, yeah. and yes, Danny, I was out late. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just wondered. And up late. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Um, well, okay, so here, yeah, there are people. Really, the Ladybird fans are really upset that uh, it got nothing. That uh, yeah, the Shape of Water one. Here's a good tweet. Every character in Ladybird was amazing and timeless, and someone you absolutely know in real life. Absolutely none of you know any of the characters in the fish sex movie known as Grindy Nemo. <laughs> so funny. And it was the best reviewed movie of the year. And people are wondering if um, if Oscar voters will regret The Shape of Water in a few years. I Do you think know. it'll be a chariots of fire? Uh, Not that bad, I don't think. I But I don't yeah. think it's a movie that I would see again. No. Oh, I mean, it's not a movie that you would see over and over again. Like, I would watch Lady Bird again. I would watch that movie again in a heartbeat. I'd watch Titanic again. I I don't need to see The Shape of Water Mm -hmm. again. That's kind of a one and done movie thing. So maybe the Oscars will, voters will will do well it's kind of interesting Lori, because there was a um for the better part of two decades many oscar picture winners weren't mainstream players in the u.s box office so guillermo del toro's shape of water actually when it walked away with the best movie it had done the best domestically for an oscar winning movie in quite a while because shape of water grossed 57 million dollars um last year um moonlight only grossed $22 million. Mm-hmm. 
The year before that, Spotlight only grossed $45 million. The year before that, Birdman only $37 million. And the year before that, Argo. Spotlight, that doesn't seem right. That movie is fantastic. But it didn't, you know, these are the numbers. So it's kind of like when you, they kept talking about the Black Panther last night, Jimmy Kimmel, because it's just kicking it um, everywhere. And so it was brought up a lot, the it's interesting. At some point, they might have to look at the commercial success of movies to to bring back audiences. Is the only way I'm going with this. You don't think so? I don't think, it's gonna happen. I don't think so. I don't think it matters at all. You know? No, I think I think that who's ever got the broadcasting rights, if they can have get the advertising seen, yeah. dollars for it, I mean, that is at the end of the day. I know. That's why they do the broadcast. I mean, there were. Let's play the GMA audio. Okay. Um, talking about um, just we've got a little bit. Kind of snippets from the activism take center stage at the Oscars. On Hollywood's biggest night, it was activism that took center stage. So I'm hyperventilating a little bit. If I fall over, pick me up because I've got some things to say. Best actress Frances McDormand used her time at the microphone to honor every female nominee. But many viewers were left scratching their heads with her final words. I have two words to leave with you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Inclusion rider. Across the Twitter sphere, celebrities were quick to clarify. Actress and writer Whitney Cummings tweeting, an inclusion writer is something actors put into their contracts to ensure gender and racial equality in hiring on movie sets. On the red carpet, black attire took a back seat to colors, but the Me Too and Time's Up movement still a big part of the night. And you have a 10-year-old daughter, and have you explained to her what's going on and what this movement's all about? Oh yes, she calls herself already a feminist, even before all, all these, you know. I really feel relieved that I know the new generations will have it easier. The conversation continued on the stage at times with humor. The Academy, as you're no doubt aware, uh, took action last year to expel Harvey Weinstein. You know, the only other person to be expelled from the Academy ever was a character actor named Carmine Caridi. In 2004, he was kicked out for sharing screeners. Carmine Caridi got the same punishment as Harvey Weinstein. for giving his neighbor a copy of Seabiscuit on VHS. <laughs> Other times with a poignant nod to the victims. Our voices joining together in a mighty chorus that is finally saying, time's up. Oscar winner Common and singer Andra Day used their performance of Stand Up For Something, nominated for Best Original Song from the movie Marshall, to shine a light on activists fighting for change. Common also taking a moment to call out the NRA. We put up monuments for the feminists. Tell the NRA they in God's way. Bringing the audience to their feet. And the Academy also devoting a segment to honoring diversity and equality in Hollywood featuring female filmmakers and artists of color urging underrepresented artists to seize the moment of these movements. So, I mean, I don't know. I kind of almost thought that there would be more activism, and we really saw it mostly in song and some of the jokes. It was Well, they had the three women come out. Um, Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, they they did it in such subtle ways, you know? Well, here's kind of something interesting. We didn't get to see a lot of good-looking guys on stage. No, we didn't. No, here's Michael Sheen, you know, from Masters of Sex, um, he, he's out in the, uh, page six right now saying he would take a pay cut cause we're talking about the pay disparity between female actors and male actors. And he said that, um, 
uh, with, you know, Francis McDormand sending the Internet a buzz about the mention of inclusion writer. And he um, also kind of talked about Mark Wahlberg being paid so much more than well, that was the joke. Yes, it was. Yeah. You can really trust yeah. the agents. Yeah. And he said if it came to it, he would take a pay cut to have his female co-star be paid the same amount. I guess last month, the affairs, Dominic West voiced his frustration because Ruth Wilson has paid so much less than him. On the affair, and she has an equal part. But people have to talk to each other. They do about have it. to talk to each other. That's about how the much they're Kat making. Sadler, yes. Jason Kennedy told yep. her what he he was made. But let's go back to Carmine Caridi before we got off on the, the okay. pay thing for a second, because he was the guy that Kimmel joked about that the only other guy who's been kicked out of the academy is this right. Carmine Caridi. So, Page or no New York Daily News got a hold of him because he lives in Manhattan, <laughs> and. Um, he was uh, expelled for sharing screeners, and he's now he lives in L.A., excuse me. He said he was flabbergasted to hear his name during the telecast. I didn't sleep all night. I was so wound up. I'm not mad at Jimmy. He did exonerate me in a way by comparing the penalties. I'm not angry. I'm 84 years old. The FBI never charged me. Um, he had loaned screeners to a guy who fixed his VCR. Oh. And then the VCR oh. guy made dubs of them. Uh, and somehow okay. there was a number and it went back yep, to Carmine. Yep. It's a watermark, it's called. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so that guy was convicted. Carmine wasn't. So anyway. And Carmine was in The Godfather. Yeah. Guy did yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then, um, you know, I mean, that's just, uh, Hollywood is going to have to talk to each other. People that are working together on movies, they're going to have, there's going to have to be more transparency. Yeah. Not everybody will feel that way. Not you know, everybody a lot of, will. There's right. a lot of people that feel like I get paid what I get paid and you get paid. Yeah. yeah. You know, good luck in your negotiations. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully yeah. Francis has done something with the inclusion writer. Right. I did like that James Ivory, you know, I didn't realize that he wrote the Call Me By Your Name. No. I did movie. not know that. And I, I didn't. Have any of us seen that movie? No. Uh, no. I want to see it. I did not mm-hmm. see that one. Yeah. But mm. um, anyway, so he became the oldest winner of, a, of an Oscar at age 89. Yeah, and so. he had a great quote, whether straight or gay or somewhere in between, we've all gone through first love. I hope mostly intact. Uh, it was so sweet. All right. Listen, we come back. We got random thoughts. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hi, Gene. Okay, what, you want to share with the rest of the class? We're just talking about my sweet mom. Yeah, oh, I went to right. see the movie with Julia's mom yesterday, Shape of Water, and she quite liked the merman story, Grinding Nemo, as <laughs> some did. people are calling it. <laughs> she really did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's just a random. There's no expiration date on honey. It's the only food that can actually last forever, and I know you've heard that from me before. I, I don't remember I hearing that, that before. Okay, but it's the only fa- food oh. that can last forever. Uh, someone did a study on the most popular uh, cocktail by state. What do you think Minnesota is? I don't know. Miller Lite? Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, with yep. a side, with a snit. With a snit. Um, uh, of, of Miller Lite. Of Miller mm-hmm. Lite, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so you know how we always say, oh, the millennials, it's those damn millennials. Oh, the millennials, What? who are the millennials? 
Pew Research did a study to figure out who are millennials exactly. What are the dates they were born? What are the dates that the period ended? So here's what they found out. And they like to put people in huge categories. Two big categories. But that's what they do. So there's so, so far since 1928, there have only been four categories and millennials are the fourth. So we started out with the silent generation born between 1928 and 1945. Then we came to the baby boomer generation born between 1946 to 1964, which were the very tail end of. Mm -hmm. Then we came out with Generation X, which is 1965 to 1980. And their same millennials were born between 1981 to 1996. No, that is... But that's their study. So they say anyone between the ages of 22 and 37. So that's the millennials. Is a millennial? Yeah. At 37, you're still a millennial. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So 1981 to 1986. So what's this, this new, the kids that are, you know. They the, haven't, they don't the, have official names. The I names. generation. They should be After the I generation. <laughs> they should be, Lori. Um, or the me. No, the I. No, I know, those are the, the ones, those are the kids that are going to get some stuff done. The I generation. Okay. Oh, well, I was thinking for iPhone, iPod, no, I No, but they're the I yeah. generation because they are the generation. They're activists. That, no, but they were born... Uh, they've never known life without smartphones right. and all of that. Whereas like millennials, if they were born, you know, I 1981 mean, they, yeah, for or even 88 or 89 or 91, there were no yeah. smartphones. Right. So. There are a couple of names floating around for that group. One is Generation Z. Z. Right. Another one is the Linksters. No. The Linksters. There's, there's no official. I like Generation I just because Generation they're. I, I kind of do like the com- okay. everything computer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so what age in what for you? What year do you think your life was the most expensive? Ooh. Oh. I have no idea. Okay, so just take take a guess. When you're maybe it's when you're getting married, maybe you're buying a house, maybe you're getting a car, maybe you're having a baby, maybe your kids are in college. Just take a guess. Uh, forty years old. Okay, it's thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. And and this yeah. works for me because when I was thirty one, I was pregnant. I bought a house. We bought a house. I got married. Um, paid off some debt. Got a new car. I mean, it just kind of thinks. So they say the survey found the age when people spend the most, most. is a wedding and a honeymoon and a how or and or a house or have a baby or do something that but the average person when you're 31 years old drops about 60 grand more than any other age that you're ever going to be. Hmm. And 33 percent get help from their parents covering it. Yeah, I believe that. I give you two thousand for my dad and two thousand for my mom. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it was so 40. I'm, so yeah. I'm down to 56. <laughs> um, <laughs> now this, I know that this is true. Because I- This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I know it because I'm the selfie taker. You look great in our selfies. I don't because I've got the shorter arm and the picture's always close to my face. So I'm always like, ah, right in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Your nose looks bigger in selfies than it actually is by 30% disproportionate. That's why they say that all these uh, people are, um, you know, getting plastic surgery right. and stuff with nose and neck things because of the selfies. The selfies, there's. Um, it, when taken at 12 inches away, um, selfies increase nasal size by 30% in males and 29% in females. And predictably, an image taken at five feet away, which used to be how people used to take pictures, results yeah. essentially perceive no difference in size. Despite the ease of which selfies are taken, the short distance from the camera causes distortion of the face. Good. God, no wonder why I'm so obsessed with my nose looking horrible and all the pictures. I'm not taking them anymore. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I will uh, count on that the next time you grab the phone away from me and say, give me that. Well, I'm not going to take it away. I'm going to let you take it. Um, Target is going to be spending $250 million to remodel 28 of its stores in 2018. This is what they're going to be doing. Um, prominent counter to pick up online orders. What? I didn't understand a word you just said. Well... Prominent counter? So, like, you know how you can pick up online? They've got parking spots. If you order online and just want to run in and pick it up, same-day delivery, basically. Will Amazon just buy Target by the no, end of 2018? No, we don't want them to. I know, but I'm just wondering what's going to no, happen. No, we right. need stores. No, I, I agree. I'm just throwing it out there I as hope a to random God not. I hope to God not. So you'll stop telling me about counters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for what is wrong? I, I thought just, this was interesting. Is it? Yes. No. Well, I'm just going to tell you something. I go to these stores I more. Um, oh, why? <laughs> they're going to have more seasonal home goods when you go in. They're going to have better, you know, more produce bins. I don't care. You don't care. You don't care. You don't care. Well, Li- liquor stores are going into some of them. Uh, that's, that's already that's already happened by at the one by my house. Okay. As far as an American oh. accent goes, okay. Which American accent do you think is the sexiest? Um, a Southern. Where? Deep South. 20%. They mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. New Yorker is second. Bostonian, which is completely different, is yeah. third. Southern California. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Texan. I love a big D yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. And Midwestern so is ten. Jokes I want to make. I know. Yeah, I, I, I know. There would be. They they break out Midwestern to ten percent, but they literally have a category for just Minnesota. Yeah. And we're in seventh place at five percent. Mm-hmm. Just that? just the Minnesota. And when you actually travel, it's much higher than that. Oh, don't you think? Oh uh, yeah, very much. So. I would. People I are would very agree. Appreciative of the Fargo accent. I would agree. Now, what if you're at the gym running on a tread? Tweadmill, a treadmill. <laughs> uh, Bugs Bunny and Mr. Yeah. Magoo. <laughs> You're gonna if don't look over at him because you are gonna get in an accident. People still have the most accidents on the gym at the treadmills. Plug in people. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, now, if you're going on vacation, here's a couple things that you should be doing before you go: canceling your newspaper, double checking your reservations, calling the hotel in advance to make sure you have a room and that they're giving you a good one. Um, I don't care. <laughs> And either does Lori because she's twirling her hair. I'm yeah, feeling pressure. I was giving you the stink eye too. I, yeah, I mean, Julia, I, 
<laughs> I we could just go back Thank to you. the Oscars. I mean, you know. No, nope. oh, we're out of time. No, I had this thing. What everyone does with their Oscars, but I can't find it. Oh, well, a lot surprising. of good that's is doing it, us. Is it something naughty? No, they Jimmy use it. Kimmel was paid fifteen thousand dollars to do the Oscars. Yeah, it's the most thankless job. I mean, how much? Do- how many times did he cry last night? None. None. No. Oh. None. Oh. And he is a he is a tearer. So yeah. Yeah. None. All right. I I did I redeem myself? Yeah, you and did. And honey, honey will honey. last forever. There you Load go. Load up. Load it up. All right, we'll be right back with the Oscar moments you didn't see. It's very heavy and slow all over the metro. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Okay, it is blowing and yeah. looks really as bad as they the said it was going to I think the snow has come finally. I think it is. 18 hours later. Yeah, but that's people are going to be Whoa. creeping, crawling home on the freeway. Drive safe, sure. everybody. And yeah. morning's going to be bad. Okay, too. so uh, let's just go back to the Oscars, yes. shall we? Um, people happen? were uh, really loving and living for Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph when they presented an award uh, together. And I think we've got that audio that maybe oh, we could uh, play for you. And uh, Tiffany, of course, Haddish, she was like, she was the light that came to the red carpet because we were just, uh, we were suffocating until she came along. But <laughs> here she is when she came out on stage with uh, Maya Rudolph. A few years ago, people were saying that Oscars were so white. And since then, some real progress has been made. Mm-hmm. But we, when we came yeah. out together, we know some of you were thinking, are the Oscars too black now? <laughs> but we just want to say, don't worry. There are so many more white people to come to. Mm-hmm. So many. We just came from backstage, yeah. and there are tons of them tons back there. Tons of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not just movie stars. Yep. There are white people walking around with headsets, yep. white people with clipboards. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm personally not a fan of white people with clipboards <laughs> because I'm always wondering, what are they writing down about me? Go here. <laughs> that's good. Like we that. didn't hear that last night, so that's <laughs> funny to hear it. I know, I know. So, you know, and I think that people were just loving it. They were like, okay, let's have those two host the oh, Oscars. Oh, would that but, be, can you imagine? It's just a long job because it's four hours. Yeah, and there isn't really that much. Um, that you can do. That you can do. Mm-hmm. And I thought um, I thought that, you know, Kimmel did a good job with his jokes. I thought were good. I did he too. went I there. They, I bet they change it next year. Well, yeah, because he did two years in a row, and two I bet he doesn't want to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. He gets paid $15,000. Yeah. It's a thankless job. And his wife does it. Yeah. And I do think that, that Helen Mirren in the jet ski, and she was doing some amazing prices right modeling. I, I love that. And by the way, the guy from Phantom Thread, the costume designer yep. got that jet, jet ski. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Alice and Janney had stopped at, I did it, I did it by all. My, yeah. She, she would have gotten it. Yeah. But the guy so who, who yeah. wanted, he said that he forgot like a major, he was so nervous that he forgot a major sentence in his acceptance oh, speech. All right. And they went and got him. Um, at the end of the at the end of the ceremony, and he had to go back in the green room, and he took a picture on the jet ski with Helen Mirren, and the jet ski was valued at seventeen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh, wow. That is pay taxes on, but still. Um, okay, so uh, Entertainment Tonight put together just a recap of things we didn't see yep. on TV. So, I guess Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Stone, and Octavia Spencer were seen chatting together discussing the Oscar parties after the award show, and Jennifer Lawrence was overheard saying, Jay-Z is having a party. Uh-huh. And it was at Chateau Mermont, and it was honoring their pal, two-time Oscar nominee, Mary Jane Blige. Who also is finally divorced from that 
um, horrible, man. horrible husband that yeah. she had. So and one more thing about that Jen- would have been the party that yeah. everyone would have yeah. wanted to have gone. And to. then one more thing about uh, Jennifer Lawrence. There's a photo of her climbing over the seats with her glass of wine. Yeah. Um, she says that, you know, she gets kind of likes to get lit up and her alter ego's name is Gail. And someone, someone on the uh, CBS Morning Show said, "Well, what if um, Emma Stone's alter ego name is Oprah?" Oh, <laughs> which I kind of thought was funny. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, uh, let's play. You know what? I thought this was kind of a cute uh, thing when um, Jennifer Lawrence came out with Jodie Foster. The height difference between those two was incredible because, of course, Jodie Foster was on crutches. skis or on crutches, crutches from a yeah. ski accident. Yeah. And, and she's so like 5'2". She, yeah, she's very tiny. But I thought that they were kind of cute together. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What happened to you? Streep. <laughs> yeah. She outtanyed me. <sighs> but, you know, I prefer not to discuss it. <sighs> No, it's cool. You know, she tripped me once. (laughs) But we're going to not talk about that. We're going to get on with it, aren't we? Legal reasons. I get it. Yeah. She's always so nice at the luncheon. She's acting. Ah. That was cute. That was Mm -hmm. good. That was really good. And um, and I thought when Annabella Sciura, Ashley Judd, and Selma Hayek came out and introduced... Um, their segment. I thought that that was because all three of them had yeah. told their stories, and yep. I I like that. You know, I They're thought that kind was of, really good. Yes. I loved when Jordan Peele won for best original screenplay for Get Out. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like, I thought he was going to start crying. I was not happy that Kobe Bryant and Gary Oldman no. won Oscars last night. Not ah. at all. And and Kobe Bryant, um, you know, he he was accused and very well documented of raping a woman in Denver in like mm-hmm. 2003. Mm-hmm. And, a teenager. Uh, a yeah. teenager. I have it. I think mm. somewhere. Yeah, um, I, do, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, and she, um, we she was invited to his yeah. room mm-hmm. and um, she went. he went to the room and they were making out and then he kept going further and she said, no, no, no. And then it ended up, she went and recorded, uh, reported it to the police mm-hmm. the next morning. She was 19 years old. When she tried to leave, she said he started to choke her in her interview with the investigators. Um, she described a violent and traumatic assault, and she was scared. And in no time in her life, she she was just so scared. She, that's never happened. And her um, bruising and things were consistent with a woman who was not having non-consensual yeah. sex. And what we always remember was the big violet-colored diamond yeah. that Kobe bought Vanessa afterwards. Yeah. You know... Um, Oh, I hate I that we give problematic men awards or let them host shows on the red carpet as a way to say we don't believe women. It just bugs me. It bugs me how the guys that can be accused of terrible things, and yet they still have it all. The platform, the love, the awards, la, la, la. That's what felt off with me about the Oscars, starting with Ryan Seacrest yeah. and ABC deliberately putting their head in the sand on that one while they're espousing you know, we're going to be better. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, 25 years ago, the Oscars promised us at, I think it was on the New York Times, about how there was going to be more diversity. We were going to have more diversity of color. 25 we're years ago? More women. Yeah, that, that was a big commitment. And it's Oof. still very much a boy's town. Did you Hollywood. see, yeah, for sure. did you see yeah. the after party at the Vanity Fair party with um, Kerry Washington and Monica Lewinsky? Oh, that's yeah, they were picture. together. Yeah, that that Vanity Fair party. You know who was doing all, the Vanity Fair um, 
Cat uh, Sadler. Yeah, Cat Sadler. She, she got hired. So mm-hmm. that was that was that was good. And Mary Jane Blige after party, what she wore to her party that Jay Z and Beyonce gave her. Look at this picture. I'm going to tweet it out. Oh, she, she looks amazing. Gorgeous. Like a, she looks like a million bucks. She I. And the other thing, Julia, just getting up the whole thing that feels somewhat off about the Oscars. So not just the whole Ryan Seacrest situation, but CAA, whose agents were definitely part of the complicity of walking actresses into Harvey Weinstein's. They've co-found, they've put in the money. For the fund. They should do an internal investigation of themselves. That's why one of the biggest jokes Kimmel got last night was, oh, yeah, we all know how much we can trust our agents. And, I mean. What did they put money into? The uh, the fund? The Time's up. They started it as a PR thing. Yes. Uh, And Alyssa Milano and Reese Witherspoon are married to CAA agents. And it's just... It just seems shady to me, and um, I mean, look at uh, Terry Crews and his agent Adam Bennett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what does he spend it ten days with pay or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, and he's still yeah. there, and Terry yeah. still has to. I mean, it's just so it's like I'm side eyeing a, a lot of this stuff because it doesn't feel like the actions are matching. Well, we'll see what happens, you know, in the coming weeks, if any, if anything else happens. Yeah. And I, again, go back to Rose McGowan and feel so sorry for her. Yes. She gets no credit for but starting Annabelle this whole Skier, thing. I mean, Mira Sorvino, yeah. I mean, all they, these women Sean all have Young. told their stories. Yeah, Shania, they've all I watched that Weinstein story. thing on PBS on Friday night. Oh, the front line? Yeah, the front line sh- show. It was interesting, but again, no, not, no mention about... The woman whose name I just said that I can't remember for half a second. Rose McGowan? Yeah, nothing about her. Always talking about everybody else. And I just feel like she has she has given her life. I mean, it ruined her life. And she's been, you know, I don't I don't know. Mm. It just made me feel a little queasy about it. But it was it there was some good behind the scenes. Yeah. Stories. I mean, I think people mean what they say, but it just seems to me that CAA, the biggest Talent agency. Well, they haven't been busted on anything. But they're also not forthcoming. It's like E doing their own internal investigation of Ryan Seacrest when they realize, oh, we have a public relations problem. We fired this longtime employee two weeks after she complained and we never investigated. Let's investigate it now. Ryan, you get out in front of it and announce you're investigating yourself. And wow, we didn't find anything. Yeah. Big surprise. Julia, it makes me happy that Guillermo del Toro won for Shape of Water just because he just seemed like so much fun. Yeah, and I think fun. he really did. almost was recognizing him for some of his other movies. You're right, probably. But I feel yeah. like Lady Bird, you know, was the one that maybe a lot of people were like, damn it, why didn't I vote it, for that? Yeah. 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 But I will anyway. say, regards, regards Shape of Water, Michael Shannon really knows how to play a bad guy. Oh, my gosh. Does he <laughs> he's, ever? He's so good in he whatever is he so does. so good. And you know who else I loved seeing was Kumail and Lupita when they came oh. out and yeah. presented. They were I, love, I love him. The big like, sick. I love him. Yeah, I know. He's like, hysterical. He could host the Oscars He's hysterical. I don't know that anyone would, wants to host the Oscars. No, but he would, yeah, he would, would be excellent. He would be excellent. He said his real name is Chris Pine. Yeah, right. He's, I love him. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, we've got to Hollywood speak, New York Times style section, throwing maybe some vicious Oscar shade at somebody. This is the Lori and Julia Show with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment.
So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Julia. So, this is, I want you to, this was tweet, tweeted yesterday during the Academy. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Awards. Okay. On the red carpet. Yep. By whom? New York Times Styles. Okay. It's a photo. <laughs> and it says, I call it a Twitter zinger. Okay. Nice to see Kevin Spacey on the red carpet. And it's Christopher Plummer. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. wow. That's the, yeah, that's a zinger. Yeah. That's a zinger, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That, sure. I, I feel like I appreciate that. Burn I do too. Yeah. From the New York Times Styles section. And yes, because it was really, I appreciated very much when uh, Ryan Seacrest was like talking all around how he ended up doing this role without saying how I he, know. That, it was one of the six people you talked to. And when he talked to somebody from Get Out, he's like, you've, you've just really started so many great conversations with this movie. And I'm like, and? And, and I'm part of one, but we can't talk about it today. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kathy Griffin. Oh, um, yeah, I saw this yesterday morning. Yeah, she tweeted. Offered uh, a job. Hey, Susie Hardy, I will do for you that which no one did for me after May 30th. After you're brave enough to speak out, I'm happy to offer you a job as my stylist to dress me this week for Jimmy Kimmel in real time, and I'll pay you. What do you think? Because Susie Hardy said after... She filed her complaint with E and was let go. She didn't work for three right. years. She couldn't get it. She, she was Ryan Silas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was something because she really was. Kathy was no one. No one talked to her. Yeah, no. and even her besties I know. dropped her. And I think of Laura Spencer. Remember how they used to be besties? Yeah. And she'd give Laura work Lara? back in the day, Laura. Yeah. Like Laura, she helped her get her design. Way, I think going. the Anderson Cooper thing really oh, like uh, hardcore. Mm-hmm. That was hardcore. And then yeah. her response was hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So no word if Susie's People really responded. get their feelings hurt yeah. on all levels. Well, a human's a human's a human. Yeah. Okay, the internet does want Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph. Um let's make this happen. Do you think uh that could happen or just it's just no. wishful Twitter thinking. I think it might be wishful yeah. Twitter yeah. thinking. All right. Yeah. Uh, last night during the, uh, but I would say why not Golden Globes? Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Um, during the uh, Oscars last night, we got to see a couple of trailers. The Kevin Spacey. I think Donnie, did you post this one? Kevin Spacey. The uh, the House Cards. Yes. Yeah. House of Cards. It's yes. a teaser trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin it's, Spacey. It's, Frank is gone, he's and gone. Robin yeah. Wright is just it's getting started. It looked so good. It looked from so that good. Trailer. I wonder yeah. 
it, I wonder if they'll keep doing it now it's instead of ending season. it. It is it's for sure. Okay. Yeah, for sure, yeah. It's but the I last think, season, I but it could like, go out on a high note. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to go watch the last season because I have skipped season three, four, or five. Yeah. But know, I want, I think you could just jump in. Uh, Diane Lane is in it. Constance Zimmer from oh, Unreal. Greg love- Kinnear. Patricia Clarkson. Totally going to watch the last Last thing. year was actually pretty good. One of your favorite actors, Joel Kinnaman, was in it last oh, year. Oh, he was? Love he, him. He's the Republican who ran against Frank. Oh. And he was really good in it. He was? Yeah. Oh, he just And he had him. a dark secret. He did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, he the is... Mary Poppins uh, trailer debuted during the Oscars. What were your thoughts on that? It looks so good. Didn't it? Didn't it Emily looks... Blunt look amazing? And like, she... she's going to be a great Mary she's Poppins. Gonna, of course she is, and she's got the real-life English accent, like Julia. And um, it's not Anderson. a remake of no. Mary Poppins. No. It's another P.J. Travers story that she it wrote about that same character. character. Yeah. Yes, I love it. It'll follow the Banks children now that they're all grown up, and Mary Towns comes to help them um out just like she did maybe with their dad yeah Yeah. exactly okay okay what do you make of this jennifer lopez's bye bye birdie pushed to 2019 at nbc stinks it's the second time (laughs) no one wants to do it it stinks and she probably those live things i don't know so the first time they pushed it it was jennifer lopez's busy schedule okay okay now we don't know whose schedule it is yep. because it is not that case any longer, and they're looking for a new musical to fill December 2018. Maybe Bye Bye Birdie's too old of a musical it. to have them do. They're yep. all too old. Yeah, they do what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, except Rent, which they're going to do. At least that's... Yeah, you know. somewhat. All right, what do you make of this? Rita Moreno wearing her same Oscar dress from 19... 19- uh, 62. I wish it. I could. I know. I, love, I absolutely love that story. She's 89 years old. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. She's 86. All right. Just 86. She same. wore the dress 56 years ago. She, when she won an Oscar for West Side Story. Remember, people used to own their own clothes. Yes. And um, she did stop and talk to Ryan and they had a very innocuous conversation. Mm -hmm. She explained. And I know he's never sat this long for any uh, fashion conversation. She explained that the dress, the bottom half of the dress, it's all from the obi, the Japanese um, designer. Yes, 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 yes. That that's what the material Mm -hmm. was. So So that's why it lasted. So, yeah, she was just a little spitfire. I really loved that. You know, and she's got an EGOT. I know she does. Which means an Oscar, a Tony, an Emmy, and a Grammy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said you're supposed I to did say it in the order. wrong order. Yeah, the wrong order. And then I loved seeing um, uh, Eva St. Marie uh, <gasps> from the waterfront when she came out. She was so peppy. And when she started laughing, I'm five months older than the Academy. I know it. That was cute as cute. She really. It was really a nice salute to women last night, I thought. Yeah. Because that would be it. Yeah. But I, I wish think... that they would have saluted all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yep. Because um, I do think Robin Roberts refused well, to know. do that show. Really? Yes, she, I Lori do. Does. Because of Ryan Seacrest? Yeah. Because of the whole, yeah, like, okay, we're going to believe some women, but we're not going to believe, believe all the right. women. We're not going to believe somebody who was, you know, f- I mean, the it's, facts it's add very, up. It's very, um, she's been a little outspoken lately, too. And I think covering all the heavy news mm-hmm. in another high school mass shooting right. is so painful to do 
because yeah, and then getting accused by right. the spokesperson of the N. NRA that the that the media elites love these shootings right, and that, she had said that day she said we don't, don't love it and I was she's never like I don't know I kind of she think took that, more of a personal I just think she just told ABC's goes I'm know, not doing screw it. it I'm not doing it yeah and, and the then, weather was bad and I don't want to deal with this crap you I'm not going to do it and I'm, I, I I the red carpet was the worst it was and ABC wasn't any better because no, they, they wasted so much time doing pre-taped terrible gimmicks yeah okay Helen Mirren taking a tequila shot on the Oscars red carpet love it good she, for you she yeah. is a queen isn't she yeah. she is everything really <laughs> mm-hmm um, and then, by the way, we talked about that Mary Poppins. If you didn't watch the Academy Awards last night, the trailer, if you want to see it, Donnie did uh, post it. Of course, we have um, all of the fashion. Yeah. Just all A of really the fashion. Great. And I, they do change. Some of them change for the after party. Some of them don't. But Most feel like they change I, the A-listers. I, like, I felt like Kendall Jenner's outfit. She had more uh, material Ruffles. around the arms than she did around the, um, you know. What? The. Oh, I never saw. All I could see was the top ruffles. Oh, it was just a tiny, tiny little micro miniskirt that, um, you know, what everything would have been exposed should she have sat down, bent over, or Or crossed her legs. Yeah, (laughs) or sneezed. (laughs) I don't think she's that old. (laughs) 